Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on February 3rd for the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. We hear in the book of Jeremiah how uh, Christ, uh, not Christ, God, Christ along with God, but the God is, is assuring the prophet Jeremiah that he knew him before he had been formed in his mother's womb. So before Jeremiah had even been conceived, before his mother even had a thought of Jeremiah, before any of that took place, God knew Jeremiah. God had a plan for him. God loved him. For for God to know, God loves. And so God loved Jeremiah before Jeremiah even was Jeremiah. We uh, take this as his uh, encouragement to Jeremiah, for he was beginning his ministry as a prophet. Uh, he is saying to God, I am I'm just a young man. I'm a lowly priest. He, he was next to nothing. He was just a, a young priest who didn't amount to much in the grand scheme of things. And he was concerned that he was being asked to do something much greater than what he was capable of doing. To preach uh, the truth to the people of Judah, to stand up in front of the leaders of Judah, and to proclaim God's word to them. And so this young priest declares to God that he's too young, he's incapable of doing the things that he is asked to do. And God responds with, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. So these words are meant specifically for Jeremiah, but if we take them to be true, then it, it seems to me that we take that to be true for all of us. That each and every one of us is known by God, our infinite loving God, before we are formed in our mother's womb. And what that has to say for all of us, each and every one of us, not just those who are here, but also those who are not here. Doesn't take much, doesn't take very long. Turn on the radio, listen to the news, watch the news, however, however you do. Doesn't take long to recognize that life issues are everywhere. Especially uh, in these past couple of weeks, this past month or so, it seems that life issues are everywhere. And so, with these simple words of God's comfort to Jeremiah, I feel compelled to preach on the dignity of the human life. But, but, every time one does so, it's not long before the list of buts start happening. But Father, you preach about this, but what about that? You say this, but what about that other thing? But Father, what about this? But Father, what about that? But Father, but Father, but Father. Our defense of life across the board, and it is just that, it is an entire way of looking at the human person, defending life in every situation, defending the dignity of life, it starts with the recognition that before 
We were formed in the womb before we are formed in the womb. God knows and loves each and every one of us. It is difficult enough most days for us to love ourselves really and truly and deeply, especially given as much as God loves us. It's difficult on a good day to love ourselves. But how are we supposed to love that person? How are we supposed to love that person who disagrees with us? How are we supposed to love that person who's so pig-headed or obnoxious? How are we supposed to love the unborn child, the rapist, the abortionist, the murderer, the illegal immigrant, the terrorist? The list goes on and on and on. How are we supposed to love that person? Especially, how are we supposed to love ourselves? Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you, God loved you, and God loved those people as well. We can come forward with a list of buts, and come forward with a list of reasons why we can't touch on these different topics. Because it's difficult, it's messy, it's, it's, it calls us to conversion, ultimately. And just like Jeremiah, we have our reasons for avoiding them. We have our reasons for stepping back and saying, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. Too young, I'm not experienced, I don't know enough, this, that, and the other. And on and on it goes. Reasons why we don't approach this difficult topic, the defense of life across the board. There are so many buts that get in the way. I have, to give you a few examples, I have been rather vehemently been told on several occasions, several different things. Uh, but Father, how many illegal immigrants are you going to keep in your house? But Father, how many children who would have been aborted have you adopted? This most recently, which is ironic, uh, Father, physician rather, physician, heal yourself. And I thought, Don't you realize who that was used against? I mean, put two and two together. Come on. But the realization is what they're pointing out is true. Do I do all that I can in the defense of life? Do I do all that I can to promote the dignity of life in every single instance? Do I do everything? No, I don't. I don't do all that I can, and I need to do more. I should do more. But my lack of doing something is not anyone's free ticket to just brush aside another person's dignity. We all are called to do much, but what are we called to do? In the midst of this difficulty, in the midst of these uncertainties, what are we to do? I think if we look at Paul, Paul gives us a pretty good answer. He upholds the dignity of love upholds the importance of love. So when someone says, but Father, what about love? But Father, what about love? It's not easy. It's not, well, seemingly simple, but it's ultimately complicated. It's deep, and it, it causes us to look at 
all different areas of our lives. It causes us to look at those areas where we want to say, but God, I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to go follow you in that direction. If we look at our gospel, we see how the people of Nazareth, they have decided that they are going to throw Jesus off this cliff. And I wonder, as they were processing towards the cliff, whether or not they even agreed why. You can almost imagine one looking at the other and saying, well, why are we doing this? And the one saying, well, because of this. And then the first saying, well, that's stupid. I don't, I don't agree with that, but we're going to throw him off the cliff because of this. There's a, an image, a, a, not a painting, but a, a sketch. I believe it's by Albrecht Durer. It's of this very scene. It's this whole crowd of people moving up this hill, and many of them are pointing at and arguing with one another. And in the midst of it, kind of small, kind of insignificant, is the figure of Christ, just walking past them, right down the hill. They're arguing about whatever it is. They're focusing on their own opinions, their own set of, of priorities and arguing amidst one another and they miss Christ passing right by. In the defense of life, often I think there's too much arguing with one another and not enough loving across the board. I imagine if we flip it around a little bit, Christ wants us there on that cliff. Christ wants to stand right beside us. And Christ presents us the opportunity. Christ asks us, what do you want to throw off of that cliff? Do you want to toss me, who I am, what I have come to be for you? Or do you want to throw your butts off the cliff? Yes, I said it. So you'll remember. Throw your butt off the cliff. We come up with so many reasons. We're so good. I'm glad I have all these little ones up front. Yes, I said, but, <laughs> but, ah. <laughs> we have so many reasons why we don't follow Jesus. We have so many reasons why we don't love as vulnerably as we can. Most of them have truth behind them. But Christ invites us to have the courage to throw those butts off the cliff and to follow Christ instead. We have with us two individuals representing others who themselves had a list of reasons why they could not follow Christ. list of reasons why they could not do what they felt called to do. And so they present to us as a community their realization of getting over their butts to follow Christ and to grow in deeper relationship with Him and with one another. have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.